Hi, it's Cammy Chris Kamara, and you are listening to the Trinity Heritage Podcast with Jamie and Lee Robinson. They are unbelievable. Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening from wherever you are listening from. Welcome to episode nine of the Wakefield Trinity Heritage Podcast. I'm your co-host, JB Robinson, and I am joined once again by my dad, Lee Robinson. Gary Spencer's still here. You'll have heard on Monday night with his groundbreaking podcast and interview, but he's back again, and today's Thursday, and we're ready for your best Wakefield Trinity 13. Gary, after you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I just need to... I've just okayed it with Jamie and Lee. Uh, I made a few notes and things like that. I was talking to my wife today. And one of the stories that I forgot to mention, you get carried away. I'll just have to tell you this. I was just saying, when I was like 19, I don't know if people can remember, but Rooftop Gardens started sponsoring Wakefield. Yeah, we had so, our chairs, didn't we? Yeah, well, lads used to go quite a bit. And I got selected to go and have a publicity shot, um, not knowing what was happening. So pulls up, me and Bev, I think we'd only just started going out there. So Bev went into town with me. I said, oh, I've got to go to Rooftop. So she did a little shopping around town. Goes in, there's these two dolly birds. I'm having my picture taken with Trinity shirt on with Rooftop Gardens on. And there's these two, you know, the dolly model, bird, models, models, models. Yeah, yeah, models. So I comes out and Bev says, how's it gone? Like, yeah, yeah, all right. yeah, all right. And what happened? No, I just had my picture taken. I never said up to her, so... <laughs> Anyway, Friday. I didn't realise, and I suppose I should have thought, but it went in Wakefield Express. So I live at Kelthorpe, Bev lives up at Krigger. So I'm meeting a Friday night. And it, I never got Wakey Express at all. So turns up, we're having a drink if wherever, and could see a face like thunder. So you're all right. And have you seen Wakefield Express? No, I. You never told me there were some dolly birds there. And I said, listen, I didn't. I, why didn't you tell me? And things like that. So I just thought I'd get that out. But uh, yeah, like I said, she stuck with me. So right, my best 13. Number one. Like I said earlier on, on podcast, when I first got down, Andy Sygrove. So we were first real person I come, come across down at Wakefield. Andy always solid. Things like that. Later on. Uh, come across kick called, can we remember Adam Knighton? Yeah. Thought he did a great sidestep. Um, so yeah, I know Martin Holland, I didn't realize, I think Martin were after me, Martin, but I've got to take Henry Paul at full back. Um, talked earlier about when he first came over, Robbie's brother, nobody really knew about him, but when we first saw Henry in, in that, you know, first couple of training sessions and he's doing stuff with ball, like when Wally Lewis come when I was a kid, you know, when I first saw Wally Lewis throw a ball like 30, 40 yards, and you just think, never seen out like it. And I think Henry will like that. Um, so, yeah, I think Henry at fullback would devastate and coming forward, joining line, football in brain. So, yeah, my number one, I'm putting Henry Paul. Number two, got Jonesy, Dave Jones. Come across Dave, where did he start? Did he start like Lancashire? Yeah, Wigan St. Pat's, wasn't he? So, Barlow International when we signed him. Yeah, so Dave, just everything, pace. I can remember once, I think it's infamous down at Wakefield, did Martin a fire when he turned and Jonesy caught Martin, tracked him down. So he got pace, he got strength, he got everything, and he? He so, was solid, wasn't he? Well, he didn't outfit some people. Yeah, solid lad, yeah. wasn't he? Great lad. So, yeah, got Dave Jones down at, at two. Uh, number three, it's got to be Andy. Andy Mason, obviously involved with SWAT when I told Taylor about me going to Leeds. 
when Andy came all the way, I was glad that you know I came across Andy and he was still playing for uh, for Wakefield. But yeah, other lads, I think Andy definitely had to be a show in. And then my other centre, I've got my old friend Chris Perry. When I came back to Wakefield, got really friendly with Chris. Um, just knew we could rely on him one hundred percent. He would always, uh, you know, I probably say well like me really. I want to put myself as an impact or. I'm not an impact player. I'm not a nine, 10 out of 10 player. I think I always try to strive to be like a six, six, seven, seven, eight. Uh, it's with where I put Chris, you know, no disrespect or, but I just think Chris was so reliable. He was good defensively. He was good going forward. Uh, just a lad you knew you could always rely on. But it, it was kind of difficult because I was talking to your dad about Richard Goddard. Uh, Richard would obviously. Were it youngest player? He still is the youngest player ever at 16. He was at school when he uh, made his debut. Yeah, so when Richard made his debut and that, one of them as well, you look and he got everything. He got size, he got power, hadn't he? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't know about Richard's later career when I, but... You he, know, he played I, for England later on. Went to Cass and sort of faded away at York and Sheffield, I think. Yeah, yeah. So Richard and then another lad, I, obviously I we're going to mention really well, and my time when I came back with Jed Byrne. I think Jed had come from Wigan, had he? Yeah. Yeah, so Jed were another player in centre, solid, you know, just 100% reliable, solid. I don't know if he had massive pace, but, uh, yeah. He was a funny bloke with Jed as well, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, what a comedian he was. Yeah, what a character. <laughs> well, we'd, we got a few in that time, haven't we? We've got Jed, we've got Tracy Lazenby, we've got Roundy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. With, some, uh, with some real characters. But, yeah. I'm, so I'm sticking with my centres. So I've got Andy Mason, then I've got Chris Perry. Other wing, other wing, it's got to be Willow, Andy Wilson, legend. Queens don't look any different now. I still see Willow. I, I reckon he could still do a job. Uh, yeah, just because I think he went on after he finished with Wakefield. He went and played at Queens, didn't he? he had a lot to do with Queen. Yeah, yeah. He was still turning out. He told me he's still turning out in his 50s. Mm. You know, if he went down, he said he dared take his boots because he always knew if they were short, he had to get on. But I can remember when I came back, I think it was my first game back when I came back when I was playing for Leeds at Wakefield. Oh, and I can remember Willow, he was like, well, like rubber man, wasn't it? He? he used to run, stop, and start, and he were like, yeah, he just didn't. I couldn't get my hands on him, but uh, and I think he had an accident. Did he have some stitches? And he's, he's never, he's never he's, he's, my, he's my favourite physio style. Yeah, we played against Leeds, and Colin Maskell tackled him and put his hands up, 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 up the front of his shorts, yanked his shorts down, and um, tore his manhood. Right. So I ran on as the physio, and he says, "Can you do anything with this?" And there was a massive gash in it. So he came off and Dr. McGowan, he put 17 stitches in it. Did he? But then he went back on again. Jeez, good old Willow. I think I'd have got four in mind. <laughs> he went in a zigzag. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, so Andy Wilson. Yeah, just a great, well, great player, but a great lad. Just a great lad. Like we say about earlier about bonding and, and people who see him now and, you know, I ring him, I'm seen him for a year or so, obviously, with what's been going off, but I rung him just after Christmas and wished him Merry Christmas and just first thing he was saying, well, when we having a drink, Spenny? When we having a exactly drink? We need to get him down, so we're we? definitely going to try and get Andy back down to the club and then get ourselves a drink round Leeds. So, yeah, Willow, number five. Number six, got righty, Nigel. Yeah, I think Nigel, one of them, he got everything. 
You don't know, what about 10 stone wet through one of them? Yeah, Art of a Lion. I can remember that Yorkshire Cup finally. He got man of match, didn't he? He did. But he just, for a young kid, yeah, confidence. Confidence without being arrogant. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I know they sometimes say about youth and things like that, but just, you know, he was confident in his ability, wasn't he? His kicking game was fantastic. I've never seen such a good kick on a young bloke. Yeah. Because some of his kicks back, if we had something like him now, we wouldn't have a problem with that kicking game. No. Because he could, he could find gaps all over the field with his kicks and he could go from 25 to 25. Yeah. Now, so Nigel was six. My other, I was just talking to your dad before, there was a lad from Outwood called Mark Colbeck. Um, same again, when Mark come, you look at certain players like like Goddard's, Richard. I looked at Mark and I thought, this kid's going to make it. Mm. Uh, just had everything. You know, it was solid, it was strong. He got a footballing brain, but unfortunately things didn't work out for Mark. But uh, I yeah, think, I think those all came through the same system. Goddard, Wright, and Colbert all played for Stanley Rangers. Did they? And I have a sneaky feeling Terry Crook, one of our old legends, was the coach. Right. I'm not sure whether they're all the same age, but I'm yeah. sure I've seen Wright and Goddard on the same team picture. Yeah. <clears throat> no, they must have been because because uh, Tiger went up, didn't he? Tiger ended yeah. up going up and doing a bit of coaching mm. at uh, Stanley. And then I think I don't know if Gary Lord, who I talked about earlier, or St. Grazier's. Over at Leeds, I think I think Gary did, did a bit of coaching did, for yeah, Stanley did, as, well. as well. Yeah. So seven, this is tough. Uh, I've got quite a few names down here. Obviously, Mark came in swap with me from Leeds. I know your dad was a big fan of Mark. Um, same again, just a a footballer, a kicker, got vision, could control a game, brought forwards on, he'd run at line. So Mark would a consideration, and then my old mate Bagsy. I'd hate to leave, but leave Bagsy out, but Jeff was one of them as well. When he came, he was like a he was like a surfer, wasn't he? Got blonde hair. <laughs> oh Jesus, who's this kid who's come here when I first saw him? And he was like, as soon as you met him, he was just infectious, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. You know, so in, you know, enthusiastic about everything, loved his rugby. But I've got to go for Nige Bell. Um Obviously, Nigel got inducted on Hall of Fame this year, didn't he, on he his did. dinner? Yeah. Um, and like I said, I can remember me when, when Wally Lewis come over, and what, 83? 83, 84. Mm. Yeah, so I was like a 16-year-old. I was involved down at club as uh, Trinity Colts then. Um, so I can remember seeing Wally. And I can remember that first game when Nigel played seven and Wally was six and... I think, well, rumour is that Wally wanted to take Nigel back to Australia, didn't he? He did, yeah. I don't know why it didn't happen, really. Um, so, yeah, it's when you look at me, me pack as well, it's like people are probably saying, no, oh, Gary, you should have Nigel in at 13. But when I look at my selection and that, I'm just thinking, like, Nigel, when I saw him at that era, before I... Because I think he still played a bit of seven when I played them early years. But, yeah, Nigel... So, Nigel's got a... Me move at seven, right? Eight now. He want a second. He want a prop, but I put Fritz in Darren Fritz because I think when Darren come over, obviously with a Canberra Raider, I think he played State of Origin, hadn't he? He went back to play State of Origin. Yeah, yeah. went back to play State of Origin, but just a a proper nasty forward, wasn't he? He was. Uh, you know, just somebody who you knew were going to get stuck in and who could rattle opponents. I can remember, I'm not named player, but I can remember we played one, I think it was New Year's Day, and we played Cass, and we kicked off, and Cass prop brought it in, and Fritzy absolutely smashed it. <laughs> and he just set tone, he did things like that, he just set tone for game. 
because um, I've got loads of names here. I've got John Glancy. Glancy were a workhorse, wasn't he? Run through brick walls for you, wasn't he? Huey, Huey Woodell, who came to Wakefield for a short spell, who I'd, I'd spent a bit of time with Leeds. It were, were a great prop, wasn't he, Huey? It were a great Britain international. Yeah. I've got Webby, Yorkshire Cup Webby, Mark again, solid, 100%. Then Adrian Shelford, we had a bit of time with Shelley, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, what a giant he was. Because Shelley were a giant, yeah, at Wigan. He'd come from Wigan. Um, so that, I think that would have been cool when we got Adrian Shelford. Uh, then Oppie, Oppie over a copper. <laughs> no, he would have, he would have lad with Oppie. Yeah. And then another lad later on, Mark Shields. Uh, I think he came from Oldham, did he? Yeah. So he does his, a bit of that. leg, didn't he, on, on his debut? I think he missed a whole, his first season with yeah. his leg. But Mark's gone on. I keep seeing him on a few shows. He, he does a bit of acting now. Uh, so he has like little bits on that, doesn't he? In yeah. adverts mm-hmm. and that. Uh, but yeah, Dad and Fritz. So, See, yeah. I remember Fritz as well. I've never seen a protecting row on a prop score four tries in a game. And he, he was, I think he was on against Highfield, but he scored four tries. And yeah. I thought, what's he do that? No. But he, he demolished him, didn't he? That night. Yeah. I think Willow no. five as well. But uh, yeah, no, great forward. But like I said, Darren with a second row, but it's. It's when you look at formatted team and because most of my plays I remember, it's like I was saying earlier, Jamie, you know, when you get 55 now. So them early years, I can kind of remember like Paul Geary, um, only other kind of player I remember who I've got let down further on is a kid called Don Swanson over a Kiwi over a second rower, uh, who made an impression on me, really nice bloke. Um, but yeah, nine, I don't think you need to. I think you'll guess this. Billy, it's got to be Billy Conway, isn't it? Nine, hasn't it? No others, is there? Known Billy from Arfaker Trinity. Like I said, didn't speak to me for two years. <laughs> uh, we used to just have a bit of chat about rugby, but yeah, he was a quiet kid, was Billy? And he would have, don't know if people are aware, he was a junior boxing champion, wasn't he? He was. So we used to, I can remember at Arfaker, we used to go watch him fight and things like that. Uh, yeah, and some people, when we were playing Shouts under 17s, even half acre Trinity Colts. People obviously didn't know that big forwards at the pedal have a pop at Billy. They always come off second best. <laughs> I've seen him flatten loads. But uh, yeah, I got, like I say earlier, don't know if I mentioned, I'm sure I did, but you know, Billy got married. He asked me to be his best man, and vice versa. So yeah, real big friendship. And then Billy had a bit of an accident, didn't he? You know, with his eye, uh, he had a bit of a do. I can remember going down. It were, I think it were at Norm, Normington Working mm. Men's Club. Really good turnout. So Billy will, Billy will loved, won't he? You know, I think he'd be in anybody in my area. If they haven't got Billy down at, at nine, I don't know. I don't know who you'd put in. No. So, yeah, Billy Conway, right ten. This is going to be controversial now. I've been thinking about this, you know. Obviously, all the fame of Johnny Thompson. I played with Johnny. He was there. Well, he was there forever, wasn't forever. he? Yeah. Johnny. And Johnny's 100%. I could always rely on Johnny, you know, like Wakefield did. Obviously, all the fame. I can't say any more about it. But for team I've got and for other players, I've put Paul Rounding at 10. Uh, now, when Paul come, like I said, I mentioned on my podcast, he uh, clotheslined me when I was playing in a, um, <laughs> that trial game for Great Britain at St. Helens. And then Paul came over to Wakefield and um, there's characters and characters, isn't there? Yeah. I was were, I were trying to think of some tales I could tell on original podcast about Paul and I can't tell any. No, we can't, we're not allowed. I just don't think I'd be allowed. Um, one of my friends, Col, 
golf swinger or play golf with his, his wife. She works in, she's quite high up in management and she does all this like, you know, she goes on courses and now we're talking to her the night, we went for a meal and I was saying, what words, can I use this word, uh, Jane? And, and uh, Jane would say, no, Gary, you can't use that word. <laughs> Jane, can I use this word? No, don't use that word. So, yeah, a character. But Paul would have been golfer like me. So he used to come over and stop at our house quite a few times because uh, he lived in Oldham. That was another thing. Paul run Oldham Watershed. Is you know club? So Oldham Rugby League. It, it was like a nightclub, wasn't it? It was next to the ground. Yeah. So I can remember some Friday night, well, a couple of Fridays, if A team were playing them, there were once when we didn't have a game. So I think there were me, Slat, Willow will have been in it, you know, because he would always involve Slat. We went over. Yeah, and we stopped at uh, Roundies. It got like a little like, club outside house. Uh, so, yeah, we used to go over and spend time. And another tale of Paul Round, me, Slack. He got an Australian friend. Uh, you won't remember this, Jamie. Your dad will. Can you remember Krypton Factor? Yeah. Yeah, so Krypton Factor, like a, it, it was like a, a quiz that had got like an assault course yeah, that were yeah. part of it. So... Paul were really involved. He knew a lad who had a clothes shop in Oldham that we used to go to. Unfortunately, uh, I can't remember the name of it. But I think it was for a, a children's hospice in Oldham. So Paul asked me and Slat if he fancied going over and doing Krypton Factor Assault Course. So we all did sponsor and got sponsorship money and things like that. So I can always remember it was a friend of his. Or a, it was an Aussie who were playing at Oldham at the time. Unfortunately, I can't remember his name, but we're all lined up on Krypton Factor. So there were loads of different groups of teams. So we're all stood on Krypton Factor on first thing, and we all looked at each other and we went, right, listen, lads, this is for charity. We're not we're not here to see who's best or see who wants to win. We're just here to, let's just enjoy it. And so, yeah, we all agreed. As soon as that whistle went, you should have seen it. It was like every man for themselves under the scramble, mate, or throat water, knocking each other, trying to win. I can't even remember who win one, but it wouldn't have been me with my pace. But uh, yeah, Paul were fantastic kid. Presentation night, coming a kilt. It was up at Painthorpe Country yeah. Club. Went round Wakefield, and yeah, obviously he never had out under his kilt. So legend, yeah. He was just a nasty man on the field. I, I always remember one of the standout things he had. He was pacey for a start because in his younger days he played for St Helens and Great Britain. When he came to us, it was one of the few players we had in our pack who the opposition was scared of. Yeah. And it, it, when they saw Roundy on the team sheet, we felt comfortable. But you could see the, the people holding off him when he, he got oh. elbows and knees when he came through. Wonderful, wasn't he? Yeah. So I think that's why I've got I've got that front row. Jeez. Fritzy, Billy and Paul Round. But there again, Johnny could have fitted into it, no problem. But yeah, it's difficult. I've had a few sleepless nights about <laughs> that. So that's my front row. Right, second row. Well, Michael Jackson talked about him early, and Gary. I've got a few names down here. I've got Kel, Andy Kelly, great player, went on to coach club. Gary, still see Gary now. He came to us past players' dinner. Yep. Speaks really well, footballing kid through and through. See his lad Jacob, like I say, going back to the Yorkshire Cup. Jacob was born on actual day. So I see Jacob down at Nuffield Health and that smashing lad. Yeah, Jacko, Matty Fuller. Spent a bit of time when Matty come. Um, it was a great second row when Matty, wasn't he? Solid. Yeah. And then he's gone on, I don't know if you're aware, but like in Australia, every time you see like a challenge, Bev said he were on like this morning or something. Yeah, you yeah, know, there yeah. were some women who do this when they go to a beach and they do a bikini diet for what well, Matty were doing it. And then he does all these 
mad challenges, doesn't it, to raise yeah. money? Mm. So when I were on Facebook, I used to see them. So, yeah, Matty, and then just pre-1920 when I made my debut, uh, John Swanson, it, yeah, that name just rung a bell. He only made a big impression on me. He used to call me, I know this is, he used to call me Bank of England. So just, you know, when somebody like that was... Uh, you know, past, yeah, just kind of, because in them days... You know, when, when they used to put an up and under up, I couldn't wait. I would open, put an up and under up, and I used to love jumping and catching. <laughs> and then when you get in your late 20s and you drop, when you think you do not put an up and under up, don't you? It's just your kind of confidence, kind of, you know, it's like youth, isn't it? You know, exuberance of youth. So, but yeah, Jacko, we were talking earlier about that when we had that purple patch after the Yorkshire Cup, the season after when we did teams like Leeds at home, Saints at home, Wigan at home. And a lot of that were down to Gary, Gary Price and and, and Jacko. So it was difficult for them to. Uh, my next choice is is a, obviously 100% showing. But yeah, Jacko had that season when he got he got picked and he was dynamic, wasn't he? He came from nowhere. We, we played we played Unstead in a pre-season friendly and he was that good. We signed him the week later. Yeah. That was in August. By November or October, he was a Great Britain team. Yeah. So he'd gone from Unstead to Great Britain in two yeah. months. No disrespect to Unstead, but... We weren't a great side then, but he was outstanding. When oh, he used to yeah, run out wide. Yeah, well, I think we used to we used to do a move, obviously top up, and it was just like a, a move close to the line, and we got all forwards, and it were there were one or five forwards that were told to expect it. So I think it would either Connie used to put a face pack, face ball, so across front, so it was virtually one or five were gonna more often than not it would jack up, wasn't it? Yeah, Wherever it was. he was. Um, yeah, and people knew about the move, but he was just stopping him. He was so strong, close yeah, to the was. line, wasn't he? Yeah. And he were a good looker, wasn't he? Good looking lad, he? still is when you go on Facebook. When we used to go around town and that, it was like, where's Jacko? Oh, he's there with that 18 women stood around him. So, <laughs> But no, great lad. I think he's in Aussie now, He is, he's he? in Perth, I think, yeah. Yeah, so it'd be great to, like we're talking about reunion, you know, if anybody's listening out there, Fritzy, Belly, Benno, Bagsy. Yeah. You know, and just come if you can get over. Because I got a I got a drunken call. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going off track now, Anna. But I got a drunken call last. It were, I think it was a couple of summers ago. So it was Benno. So it was with Fritzy who were blathered. It was with Bagsy who were blathered. So I don't know what time it was. It was about two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> so what would it be, Aussie? It's got to be early morning, hasn't it? Early morning. Oh, <laughs> so they were telling me they were going to come out. So they were stopping at our house. I went, Fritzy, we haven't got a bed big enough for you to get in, mate. So. Yeah, so Jacko, 12 slats, got to be slat, Richard Slater. Got a really good friendship with Richard when I when I first come back to Wakefield. Um, like I said, we used to have his nights out and it was always, always my go-to really was slat. Um, but such a, out of a lion, Annie. Absolutely. You know, mm. tattled, I know people say now, tattled above his weight, but he was were, were just fearless, wasn't he? I got to know him really well because he was fearless when he was built like a matchstick. Yeah. So he was never out of physio room. Yeah. So he brought loads of stuff when he was a kid. Um, but he just kept going. He just kept going back out there and, and developed into the player he did. No, definitely. But uh, yeah, it's got to be be slat. And I think when he left Wakefield, he, he went to, did he go Featherstone and old KR a bit, didn't yeah. he? Uh, and then I think he had, did he go do a bit of amateur at Norman? No, he did. Yeah, yeah, of course as well. But uh, yeah. Great lad was slat and Tanya, you know, because Adam, his son, he, he went to Australia, didn't he? Because did, yeah. I think Adam were down at uh, Academy at Wakefield mm -hmm. and then 
for whatever reason, I think he went out to Australia and he's got citizenship out there now. So, mm -hmm. and I think that was Bagsy again when Adam first went out. Because uh, Palm Beach, did, well, Carl Briggs, I don't really know Carl. Yeah, we, Carl know, Briggs, we know Briggs well, yeah. Yeah, because he's over in Australia, didn't he? Yeah. So I don't know if he approached him. I don't know if Adam first went there or, right, yeah. uh, but then he's moved to another club now, but he's, he's obviously married over mm -hmm. there now and, uh, and happy as Larry. So, yeah, slap, 12, right, 13. This one, another difficult one. Uh, Tracy Lazenby, love Tracy Lazenby. He was like roundy, wasn't he? He was funny. Absolute. <laughs> Jane's going to, you know, Jane's one of the names I was going to use. She said I can't use, but just got to say they were colourful characters, weren't they? <laughs> you know, in dressing room, just always playing tricks. Tracy, another tale I forgot to mention, Anna. Benny Dorm. What, what year was that? Was it 90? Bev says it was 91. Yeah, Sir Rodney Walker, when Sir Rodney were in charge. Um, I think we were down at bottom. We, we needed to win some stupid, with maybe we seven, eight win, games yeah, left. Yeah. We needed to win about five or six. Five or six. Or Rodney said, if you win them, he says you can go to... Whatever you want abroad, I'll pay for you. So we won maybe all of them, I don't <laughs> we know. Did, we so we ended it. up in Benidorm. Um, yeah, Lazen, Trace, uh, Shelley. I can remember Shelley got like a big boom box, you know, before they had iPods. I can remember Johnny Thompson saying he was going to smash it. Uh, but yeah, as chaperones, I was talking to Tiger yesterday again. So it was Tiger and uh, Brookie and Brooke. So when they first night when they come out, it looked like they were going for a dinner dance. They were so <laughs> smart. They got cravats on. We were all in shorts and jeans, and we were no great time. So Tracy, yeah, a few tales I can't say about Tracy on Benny Dorm trip, but it were a great footballer, wasn't he, Tracy? Oh, yeah, skillful, wasn't he? Skillful, yeah. aggressive, footballing brain. Like I've said a few times before about certain players, but they have got that ability to know a game, haven't they? Had a great boat as well. We talked yeah. right with his yeah. kicking game. Tracy had a great kicking yeah. game. But unfortunately, I've gone for a kid who I didn't really spend much time with, Mike Forshaw, when he came from Wigan. I just, I don't think, I don't know, such a professional. I don't know, I think coming from Wigan, I don't know. We were like, well, we were, like we said, we were all underdogs, weren't we? And we yeah. didn't have, you know, we've got that togetherness. But I think Mike just brought that professionalism to club for a short space of time. But mm. I can remember he was such a massive influence. And it was obviously a big influence on me uh, because I've put him in my top 13. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, can't really remember how many games he played, Mike. And, uh, He's after me, so I'm, I don't know him too. Yeah, mm. but no, it just made such an impression mm -hmm. on me, Jamie. So, so yeah, Mike Forshaw. So, going through just quickly again before we finish. So, Henry Paul, Jonesy, Mace, Chris Perry, Willow, Wrighty, Nisbell, Fritzy, Billy, Roundy, Jacko, Slack, and Mike Forshaw. So Who's your physio it. in that team, Gary? You what, sorry? Who's your physio in that team? Who do you think? Your dad, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Apart from you, if you would have been at that age, you could have been physio, <laughs> couldn't you? But, uh, yeah, so I'm... Who's, I'm your, sorry. who's your captain? Oh, Belly. Yeah. Got to be Nigel, yeah, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Nigel, my captain. So, I know I've mentioned a few lads there and it was a difficult decision. I'm sorry if I've upset anybody. Uh I don't want to punch off Johnny next time I see him, but <laughs> I'm sure he'll... Uh, well, if you don't understand, it's... Uh, he'll be on yeah, bench Johnny, won't it? If you had two subs, Johnny... Oh, yeah, bench. Johnny definitely on bench. And then who would I have as a back? Connie? 
Yeah. Connie's Colin. a shoo-in for me. I've always been a fat Connie fan. Yeah. 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 So, so that's my team. So, oh, I'm sure not everybody's going to agree with it, but uh, yeah, that's my team after a lot of uh, sleepless nights. Spot on. Really, really good chat with you, Gary. Obviously, we spoke on Monday today, but I was releasing this on Thursday. Really good chat. Obviously, you can be found every home game at Bellevue, Gary, this season. I can, yeah, unless, yeah. Uh, unless I'm away on holiday or... Bev's got me ironing in or summit, so yeah, I tend to get down to most games. Special thanks to Bev, I think, as well, for half of this podcast. Yeah, we need Bev on, she's on podcast number 10, we'll have to yeah. have on. Oh, just one quick tell, have we time? Yeah, yeah go, right. go. No, this is a quick one, because I told she said, do not mention this, so I'm going to mention it. <laughs> when, I were at, when I were at Leeds, one of my happy memories, uh, we played a game, I can't remember, we were on grandstand, it was a challenge cup. So lads used to go in town all tavern, Lee Crooks, you know what Lee were like, he were great forward, one, he nasty, but he could drink, could Lee. Well, when I first met Bev, Bev could drink a lot, <laughs> a lot more than me because I'm, I'm a lightweight. So anyway, we're in town all tavern after a game and Lee's, Lee's talking to Bev and, and Bev says, oh, I, I can drink a bit. So Lee says, come on then. So we've got two pints of lager. So they had a race. Bev beat Lee. <laughs> So every time I see, odd occasion I see Lee, now I used to see him, I used to go to a few past players with Lordy and Gary Devotee. Every time, and then I've seen him a couple of times in Leeds, his first thing he always says to me, how's Bev? He's still with Bev, how's Bev? <laughs> so, yeah, Bev made an impression on him. So, yeah, that's for you, Bev, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what a brilliant note to end on. Gary, massive thank you for coming on, mate. Obviously, I'm sure we'll... Uh... We might even have a little special Yorkshire Cup podcast coming into the end of the season. We'll get you back on for that one as well. Um, thank you very much, Dad, once again for the co-hosting. And, and uh, I've been Jamie Robinson and we'll catch you all down the road. Hi, it's Cammy Triscamara. You have been listening to the Trinity Heritage Podcast with Jamie and Lee Robinson. It's unbelievable.